Hey, what's up? This is Christopher Stolle of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. The podcast you are listening to is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com. That's s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and information on those shows, as well as information and an ability to contact publicist Steve Joyner for more information. Just go to the website and check out the family, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, enjoy the show. Looking to sound like you know what's going on in the world? Social strategy, comedy, and other funny stuff? Well, join the club and settle in for the Jeff Dawaskin Show. It's not the podcast we deserve, but the podcast we all need with your host, Jeff Dawaskin. Thank you, Timothy, for that great introduction. I appreciated it. Great to be here for episode four of the Jeff Dawaskin Show. So exciting, so exciting. Great sponsor today. Sponsored today by the dictionary. So many words, so many words. Stop using the same ones. We've got a ton. The dictionary. All right, check that out. I hear good things about it. And now it's time for Twitter 101. Some tips for the newbies. All right, when you're starting out on Twitter, here's what I want you not to focus on. Don't focus on likes and retweets. They'll come over time. Three things to focus on. One, tweet great tweets. Stuff that when you look at, you're like, oh, I would totally retweet this. That's what you want to aim for. Number two, Twitter is a community, so tweet on to others. Like and retweet other people's tweets. If you really like them, follow them as well. This is how you build your Twitter tribe. So like and retweet and put out great content. Third tip. Third tip is do the first two things more than you probably were going to when you first heard me say it. Really showing other people that you care about their stuff will get people to care about your stuff. So just keep plugging away. The likes and the retweets come with time. All right. So in terms of... Twitter happenings and world happenings. World Environment Day 2020 is coming up real soon. And we got a special guest today to talk about it. He's very involved. Theme of World Environment Day this year is celebrate biodiversity. With one million species facing extinction, there has never been more important time to focus on biodiversity. If you're like me, you're like, hey, Jeff, Good thing your sponsor today was the dictionary, because I don't know what biodiversity means. But great news. We can look. Let me flip to that dictionary. And as we get to page 37 of the dictionary, dictionary, so many words. Enjoy them. Thank you. Uh, Biodiversity. So that is a noun, and it is the variety of life in the world or in a particular habitat or ecosystem. Well, I can't say even with the dictionary, I know what that means. I think I need a dictionary for the dictionary 
or we can turn to my special guest, Lance Gould, talk about some of the events he's doing to support World Environment Day and biodiversity, I think. I'm not 100% sure I'm using the word right. Ladies and gentlemen, here's my interview with Lance. Hey, we are here with Lance Gould, one of the founders of Silicon Valley Story Lab. He's dedicated to helping change the world. So great to be here. So great to see your face finally after all these years. Yes, we, we can see our faces, but no one, everyone else is just hearing audio. Just take our word for it. We're just You've got two a magnificent, guys. Have a magnificent two, face. Two handsome guys with... Uh, <laughs> with hats. Per, yes, <laughs> perfect faces for radio. So um, <laughs> June 5th is World Environment Day. You're very active in those social awareness days. Uh, something very specific you're involved with that I find fascinating is elephants. I don't think most people think about the plight of elephants other than they may have taken them away from a local zoo, but they don't really know why. Talk to us about elephants and uh, all the cool stuff that you've done with that. Well, first of all, so great to be here and to, and, and to be talking with you. Um, when I was at Huffington Post, um, I was helping oversee the opinion section. And um, one thing I keyed in on was the social awareness days, which do really well traffic-wise and they usually allow people to channel their passions into writing. And um, those pieces can be can be really interesting. And through that world, I, got, I became very involved with the UN's Sustainable Development Goals. And one of those goals, which is they're called the SDGs, one of those goals, SDG 15, is about protecting wildlife and wildlife ecosystems. And it was on an SDG 15 project that I first got involved that ended up translocating 200 elephants from an ecosystem in South Africa where there was too many for one ecosystem to handle. And they were kind of destroying the ecosystem as too many elephants in one small area will do. And that area was actually about the size of Atlanta, so it wasn't that small, but it was too small for the number of elephants that were there. And they moved them, they translocated them to Mozambique. And Mozambique is an interesting story because Mozambique had a tragic civil war from 77 to 92, in which one million people died. Many of them died of famine. And I know this is, uh, I, I don't want to get too dark on this show, but it was, a, it, was a, it was a tragic situation in which most of the animals in that country were consumed, which really left the environment and the ecosystems bereft of the value that elephants bring to those ecosystems. Because Elephants are a keystone species. They have a lot of traits that actually help ecosystems thrive. Their dung is very fertile. Uh, certain plants count on elephants to propagate. And so by moving 200 elephants from the one system to the other, from South Africa to Mozambique, you could actually save both ecosystems. So it was through that work that I became aware of and involved with World Elephant Day, which is a social awareness day like we were talking about earlier, just like World Environment Day is. And World Elephant Day is August 12th. It's a, it's a, it's a huge day on the social media universe because it gets billions of impressions every August 12th. And people love elephants. They just really uh, identify with elephants. Elephants have very humanistic personalities. They experience pain and grief, and they have wonderful memories. Uh, so I got involved with World Elephant Day, and um, there's a, a number of things that are in the news right now vis-a-vis -vis COVID that are interesting in terms of intersecting with elephants. One thing to note is that I think a lot of people are assuming because of COVID, the environment is repairing itself. Emissions are down, greenhouse gases seem to be down, and pollution is clearing up. A lot of that is somewhat true. But when it comes to elephants, elephants are in more danger than ever for a number of reasons. There's essentially two kinds of elephants. Um, um, uh, Species-wise, there's African elephants and Asian elephants. African elephants, there are about 35,000 poached every year. It's a tragic situation. 
the uh, elephants in terms of the extinction grading an organization called the IUCN does. African elephants are called vulnerable. Asian elephants are called threatened, which is an even worse rating. But the African elephants have 35,000 approached every year. They're mainly protected by rangers. Now, because tourism has dried up in both continents, the money that would normally go from tourism in Africa to, to pay rangers and the governments that would pay rangers has dried up. So poachers are more emboldened than ever. There's no one protecting, there's no tourists around for poachers to shy away from. The war on poaching has increased. In Asia, elephants are mainly in captivity. There's very, very few left in the wild. And they work in a lot of sanctuaries. And there are a profession called a mahout, which is, I believe, a Thai word for, you know, an elephant trainer. The mahouts take care of the elephants in these sanctuaries. But because there's no tourists... There's no money coming in to feed them. So they're kind of screwed. So right now, elephants are, are in as much danger as they've ever been. And what's interesting about that is they need us more than ever, but we need them more than ever because elephants are also climate mitigators. Elephants produce, as I said before, they, they certain tree species count on them to propagate. So a lot of these hardwood trees that store a lot of carbon are populated by elephants, by elephant dung being very fertile. And, and, and so there's that. Elephants also protect grasslands with their work and grasslands reflect the sun, keeping that area cooler. So they keep planet temperature cooler. So elephants can help us, but they're there. We need them and they need us. So it's kind of a, a fascinating story about what's happening right now. So this is all of interest to people uh, June 5th is World Environment Day, and this is all kind of some of the stuff that we're working on at the World Elephant Day organization, which is a nonprofit. It's some fascinating stuff. I, <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know either. The Detroit Zoo would go. They they they'd feed them a peanut. You know, they'd kind of wander around, throw some uh, that little hay on top of them, or do something <laughs> like that. And then one day they're like, elephants can't really be in zoos. We're going to take this elephant away. We got a pretty big zoo. And that's pretty much, I mean, I never thought about any of those things. Zoos are, zoos are really, uh, really tough for elephants, especially North American zoos, which don't have the climate that they are used to. Like there, there's a there's an elephant, a famous elephant in Edmonton, an Edmonton zoo called Lucy. And we can we curse on the show? Sure. <laughs> It's like fucking negative 20 degrees in Edmonton. You've got an elephant there. So it's like ridiculous. Yeah. They don't, they, <laughs> <laughs> totally worth swearing there. Um, thank you. The, uh, <laughs> I try uh, to parcel out my curses. Right. And, and for those of you uh, playing Jeff Dwaskin show bingo at home and had elephant dung, you can cross that off twice. Nice. Lance said it twice. <laughs> the uh, the uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's really fascinating. It just it makes you realize how much stuff. Well, I don't know. At least and maybe the people listening do. But like, uh, I find it fascinating. How how can we help? What's what's a way that we can help these initiatives? Uh, that's a good question. I, I mean, you could certainly go to worldelephantday.org and um, check out the website and, and make a donation there because that, that money will go to help uh, educating people around the world about the plight of elephants and the role that elephants play. World Elephant Day also works with dozens of organizations around the world. In particular, there's a, there's a campaign going on right now in Canada because Canada, surprisingly, does not ban ivory. And so there is a, a petition that's coming out of Canada to, to make sure that, that ivory is banned. It's a little baffling that that is the case, but, you know, I mean, I, I thought Canadians did everything better than us these days, but there's there, there's one example where they don't. Hashtag Canada is canceled. <laughs> we're done. We just uncovered one of the biggest problems in the world, and uh, we're, we're going, we're coming for you, Canada. 
I'm coming for you. Manitoba, look out, buddy. We're taking them. We're taking them down. All right, so we can donate to World Elephant Day. And then, awesome. just be, and, and then just be active on social media. Really, the best way to help is to help spread awareness. It doesn't take much to learn about, about the role of elephants. And I was talking earlier about the UN SDGs, these Sustainable Development Goals. They're all really intertwined with each other. I don't want to talk too much UN tech talk, but we have such an interconnected world, and a lot of these social good movements are connected to each other. Education, health poverty. You can see with COVID, another reason to think about elephants and wildlife it's, it generally is that so many zoonotic diseases are coming from animals. As, as humans make more incursions into the animal world, whether it's wet markets or whether it's tearing down the Amazon, whether it's you know making more incursions into elephant habitats in Africa or Asia. As I said, there's very few elephants left in the wild in Asia, we don't know the kind of catalytic effect that will have. Once we start interacting with animals in a way could lead to zoonotic diseases, the kind that jump from species to species. And so it's the kind of thing we want, we want to leave that, that, leave that stuff alone. Thanks for educating us. And I'm assuming uh, with the number of people that listen to this, I can say the world and the world. <laughs> It's important. This you put is- the world in World Elephant Day, my friend. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you very much, Lance, for joining us. Well, that is a lot of elephant information. Speaking of elephants, uh, hot on Twitter today, live from the Fake Facts game on hashtag Roundup, fake elephant facts. So Lance told us many, many things about elephants that I had no idea were true, but they are. But here's some that are fake, fake elephant facts. Did you guys know Babar was adopted? What? What? Yes, true. Ah, thank you, Robin. Cool, Chris. Uh, wants us to believe elephants is where ivory soap comes from. Oh, yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew I should switch to Dove. All right. Uh, Scott wants you to know they don't work for peanuts. Everyone thinks, oh, elephants. Yeah, they'll work for peanuts. That's why they're all in the circus. No, completely not true. Completely not true. Paul wants us to believe that an elephant's favorite rock group is the Grand Trunk Railroad. <laughs> Can't fool me, Paul. Oh, gosh, yes. Good times. Oh, and everyone knows why don't elephants go on planes? Elephants hate flying because their trunks never fit in the overhead bins. <laughs> Oh, God. That's so true. Hits close to home. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, anyway, those were just some funny stuff I just happened to find. Thought that was relevant since we were talking about elephants. Go online. Tweet some yourself. Might show up on a future episode. Well, that's it for this one. I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Jeff Dwoskin Show with your host, Jeff Dwoskin. Now go repeat everything you heard and sound like a genius. Catch us online at thejeffdwoskinshow.com or follow us on Twitter at Jeff Dwoskin Show. And we'll see you next time.